Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, it is time for Turkey Day! And for you and <laughs> And me. kicking some ADHD! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I am so sorry to all my Canadian friends. I'm sorry. I because know, and, uh, and you, everyone else all over the world that doesn't get to eat turkey. Yeah, and our vegans in the audience and whatever. But yeah, it's Thanksgiving <clears throat> in the United States this week, and uh, that means that there's a lot of foul jokes going on. Oh, David, I wish I could give you the bird. I know. That just didn't take off, did it? <laughs> it didn't fly. Didn't, didn't fly. fly. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So many ways to deviate from the course of action. But this is also historically the kickoff of the Christmas retail season in, in the United States, which is which is a whole other reason for us to have a, a topic this week, Dana. Yeah. And this is episode number 75. What's the deal with ADHD impulsive spending? Oh, boy. Hang on to your wallets, folks. Hang on to your wallets. Here comes Black Friday. Yes. And Cyber Monday and then Giving Tuesday and then all of the oh, things. God. Yes. Uh, so I yeah. I actually hate all of it. I do, too. I don't. I don't want christmas to start until the 20 maybe the 21st of, of, of december of december oh wow you're hardcore right. right i i i'm kind of like from an old movie from the 1940s where they just all seem to put the tree up christmas eve and and you know you give each other a pair of socks kind of thing yeah those I never did understand that because like how do you have time to go out on Christmas Eve and like knock down a tree and drag it in from the woods and <laughs> that's a different question. Yeah, right? You have an angel that comes and Ding! does it for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Ding! Yeah, and you have elves or something. I don't know. So yeah. maybe that's why we have elves this time of year. Anyway, uh, we digress once again. Yeah, I, I I did used to love when I worked in retail. I loved the day after thanksgiving it was before we really called it black friday though we just knew it was a big day of shopping and it was before all the craziness and i just really yeah. enjoyed it people were festive and it was fun i don't think it's that way anymore though no i think it's no it's just hell on wheels i, I i've never been frankly and i haven't either so i i cannot speak from experience yeah i don't do however yeah. the impulsive spending does fall into my my bailiwick during christmas as it does for many people yes it does and unfortunately you don't have to leave your house for amazon to send you an email with some magical shiny thing in it that you're like oh i must buy that for so and so well well <laughs> or what i do is when i'm shopping i see all the stuff that i want yeah. so i'm also buying things from other people and buying things for me yes because you yeah. know that nobody else is going to know what you want as much as you do. Right. Right. <laughs> and this doesn't just apply to the holiday season. It also applies to other things. Last week, we talked about hobby collecting, impulsive spending with hobbies. That's, true. That's what made me think about this one, actually. And um, it just happened that it's around the holidays. So uh, hobbies and impulsive spending go together, clothes shopping. I mean, all kinds of things make us 
spend impulsively. It's true. It's true. I just am like if I if I go to the the big warehouse club near my house and I need that one thing that comes in bulk, you know, it's amazing what ends up in my cart by the time I get to the front of the store. It's yeah. bad. It's bad. Yeah. Like I so can't that's be trusted. Why yeah. You can't be trusted, and that's why we need to talk about it. Yes, I, I'm glad we're going to talk about it. Because that's the reality, is we're going to see other things. It, sound, it looks good, sounds interesting, hits our dopamine. If it's online, if there's flashing lights, or even in the store, they design it so we buy too much stuff. It's true, and I. It's this is one of the things that I do hate often, the, the impulse of side of my brain i love it when it's impulsively making random connections and great ideas form and all of that brilliant stuff happens but oh man making impulsive decisions to say something at the wrong moment or buy something or Mm -hmm. or some things yeah so this can be frustrating yeah yeah so what about budgeting in adhd I don't want to talk about it too much because I think next week I've kind of decided we're going to be talking more about money in ADHD because it is an issue. Yeah. But, but uh, budgeting, what's that? Can you stick to a budget? I sure can't. No, heck no. I can no. teach people how budgets work and I can design brilliant <laughs> ones in spreadsheets and things. Yeah. yeah. But no. I can spend days designing the perfect budget. Right. Yeah. And, and then anyone who used it, it, darn it. Oh gosh, I know. It's terrible. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't do well with budgets. Right. No. And impulsive spending adds debt to our already often overburdened credit cards. Yes. Um, the one thing I've seen is returns. If it's on any, even if it's not online, but any kind of shopping, and you get it home, you don't like it, or if it's online and it's the return, and you don't do the return, and you feel bad, and I have. Oh, he's making faces again. There's so much I have friction, clients, right? There is. I have clients with the, like a whole room full of stuff that needs to be returned. I have one item in my trunk that I've been carrying around for a year and a half to return. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure they're not going to take it back. I might as well try to sell it on Pretty eBay, sure. but you know, it's still in my trunk. But then that's a whole nother thing is selling it on eBay. I mean, who has time for this, right? Right. I mean, you right. know, it's not hurting anything because you're driving around in my trunk. Right. Silly. It's true though. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. And I bought it impulsively. I didn't I didn't need it, but you know. <sighs> yeah. And then the other the reason originally I got involved with ADHD and impulsive spending is because as you may know, I started my ADHD coaching really focused on organizing and clutter. Yeah. And I do that a lot now still with my clients and with the success club. However, impulsive spending adds to a lot of clutter. Because things appear in your house. Things appear. <laughs> or things your office. Appear yeah, in, exactly. Yeah. Stuff appears. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. So what do we do about it? Oh, boy. I have a three-step plan, David. A program, not really, for... um dealing with impulsive spending and ADHD. And if you buy it today, it's on sale. I <laughs> buy it now. It's such a deal. Special now, price. It's just because you are a listener to the kicks and ADHD <laughs> podcast. You get it free. Absolutely. But we will not send you the knife set that goes with yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. You don't get the, 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 uh, the steak knives. Those are not coming along. You do not get the steak knives. Nope, you don't. Nope. And we're not adding one more for, for, you know, doubling your, your, your thing for. (laughs) Yeah. Buy, listen twice. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> listen again, and you can hear it all listen again. again. That's, that's double the double the double the benefit. Okay, all right. Three steps, though. Okay, I'm ready. Give me three steps. I'm like Leonard okay, Skinner. Give me one. three steps. Yep. You know me. I'm always about awareness. Step one: build awareness. Boom. Fair enough. What do you need to be aware of, David? How does it feel when you're impulsively about to buy something? Yes, there is a feeling. I can feel it. Like I'm, I'm like oh. conjuring that feeling right now. It's a pull. It is a pull. It is, and you just like you know, know that you're like tractor being, you're being sucked in. Yeah. And you can, I see. I find with me is you can say, "Well, wait a couple." Of, they say, "Well, wait a couple of days." And if it's something I really want, it doesn't matter. I'm just focused obsessed, obsessively on it for a few days. Or weeks even, you know, however right. long that time period is, it doesn't Well, matter. I usually don't wait that long before I go out and buy it. No, no, exactly. But like, even if you set the time period high, it still, it doesn't, it, you're going to obsess yeah. over it, you know, yeah. till you get so, it. So know what the impulsivity feels like. So you can at least be honest with yourself about what in the heck you're doing. Fair enough. And then I also think that, we have patterns. We each have patterns. There are things that we each buy impulsively or places where we tend to buy impulsively. So what are the things that you buy impulsively? Well, anything at the warehouse club. But you know what's funny okay. is that a lot of times I it, it's I have a weakness for plants. I like to plant things. And for whatever reason, they have great plants. They have like, you know, bulbs and you know like stuff that you can just take home and replant or whatever so like those those and also household things you know like i don't need a case of you know fill in the blank on the beverage or whatever but like hey it look it's a deal so i'll i'll buy like grocery items that i won't use for like a year and a half but yeah yeah so those are things to be aware of so you know what your weakness is so mine my two big ones are clothes. Okay. And I, I love clothes and I don't, yeah. And, and I'm, and so I have to be really aware that I don't go clothes shopping unless I specifically need something and know I have money for it. Good enough. Yeah. And I don't even really need anything because I buy good enough clothes that they last me for years. Oh, so good. it's, it's really, it's a silly thing, but I, that's where I can't control myself and also plants at the nursery. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, going to and a nursery. Way over buy, yeah, and the, yeah, way over buying, and then you come back and you've got no room for them, or you don't have time, or whatever, and they sit there and look really pathetic. Or like I did, I killed a batch about a year and a half ago because I bought them and I couldn't decide where to plant them, and then I forgot to water them because they weren't, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then yeah. and it was like, well, that was dumb. Right. <laughs> right. So know what your patterns are. What is it that you buy? And I've worked with clients who have all different ones. Some are power tools. Some are, one woman was art supplies. She was an art teacher. Ooh, fun. And she was always buying art supplies and all this junk and little stuff that she would use for her classes, for her kids. However, she had a basement full, just Ooh. bags and boxes and stuff all over the place she couldn't even use. Oh, bummer. Eesh. Yikes. Um, yeah, so so just know what is your weakness when it comes to impulsive spending or weaknesses. There's usually more than one. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. And then what are the things that lead you to um, impulsively buy stuff? So the holidays, Christmas, birthdays, 
Is it going to yard sales, thrift shops, auctions? You know, what is it? Where do you buy too much stuff? Yeah, I mean, the holidays for me, it's it's bad um, at the holidays because I, I like to give, I'm a generous person, so I like to give things, yeah. you know? But, yeah, but then, and then you... You yeah. think also, oh, you know, the, like the couple of days before Christmas and you're shopping and you're and you've got everything for everybody, but you're still out thinking, oh, it's not enough. It's not enough. No, that's not how it works for me. It's Christmas it's not, Eve it's day not, and okay. because that's when I do all of it because <laughs> I'm me because you're you. Well, I have to be, I'm bacon on Christmas Eve. Day. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I don't I don't tend to. Well. I mean, life is different now than it used to be. I used to, I used to do a lot. In fact, this year I probably am not even going to put up any decorations again. I did this was me last year too. I just didn't. I just kind of opted out. It's like skip Christmas, John Christian style. Oh, not really, because I didn't go on a cruise. But you know what I mean, like yeah. <laughs> and it's not like bah humbug. It's just I don't. It's just not the same. Life has changed. It's different. You know. Yeah. Well. It'll, yeah. yeah. It's fine. Whatever. Some other so, time. But we happen to be talking about impulsive spending, David. Well, hobbies is one. So we're, since you're asked, since you asked, I mean, we talked about it last week. That's a, that's an area where obviously impulsive spending comes up. So we've already right. made that connection. Right, right, yeah. Um, thinking about oh, so and so will love this and buying it for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I don't do that as much because I don't generally have the available resources to do it. But when I have money, like. That I or when I feel like I have money, that's a difference, right? It's not when I actually mm-hmm. have money; it's when I feel like I have money. Yeah. Then I'll do I'll do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then there are there emotional reasons that you buy, you know, or you fill in fill in holes. And those are things that we just have to be aware of. And if you need help, you need help. Yeah. True enough. Okay. So build awareness. Our okay. first step. First step. Good. Our second one is then we have to start thinking about, okay, how can I outsmart this? Okay. I like this train of thought. Not sure how it works yet, but I I like this train of thought. Okay. Yeah. So for me, what it is, is it's avoiding situations and places that spike the urges. So the, there are two clothing stores in my area that where I can go drop a lot of money. Well, a lot of money for me. Um, We're not talking thousands, but you know, if, couple few hundred dollars without a bat and an eye yeah and i just know that i can only go in those stores when i've got a plan and a need yep and a budget right like and a budget yeah how do you, do you do cash or something like do you so, so that you, like you no i used have... to try to do that and now it's no that never worked for me either no it never worked for me but i know i i realize i have to have money squirreled away for stuff like this so that's fine Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. And then, so, and so one for like you, the big box stores. So that's a place where you need to have your, your warning alarms going off and just be, instead of sliding through there, impulsively throwing stuff in the cart is, okay. Yeah. I came here for the one thing. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Or the three things. That's why I do. I do try to make a list before I go, and then and then I, I can I can usually stick to it. But man, there have been times where I showed up with like fifteen times what I intended to buy, and it was like, what did I do? So yeah. stupid. And so what I do is when I go to the big box store, I do two things: is I 
make it a game to see how little I can spend as I'm leaving. I like that. Yeah. Especially if it's just a, if I'm if we've gone in to get one or two little things. So I, I make that my game. So I want to be the only person in Costco that spends $15 or less. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I'll do is before we get to the checkout line, look through the cart and just start putting stuff back. Yep. And I am not the person that just throws it on a shelf randomly. I was about actually. to ask. There they are no, near the checkout. No, no, There's no. Like random crap from somebody who... All yeah. over. Yeah. No, I, I actually go put it you back. Go, you go. I mean, it's good. It gets yeah, your extra steps in, right? Yeah. I'm a good girl. Yeah, yeah. the same way. Yeah, I don't like to. Yeah, I, so I mean, having you. worked in retail, I mean, you. I think when, you, when you've worked in retail, you just won't do that to people. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Cart review. Um, I so, like that. Yeah, the cart review. Substituting. I had a woman... One of my early, early clients, she had a thing for cashmere sweaters. And she, every morning, she would go walk to get her coffee after she dropped the kids off at school and she'd walk the dog and she'd go by to get, and she'd end up buying these cashmere sweaters. And so we decided, okay, we need to substitute here. So, and so it worked and she had to really work on it at first, but she realized, okay, I can buy myself a latte instead of a cashmere sweater and it's a treat and it's fine and it's okay. Oh, that's good. So she still so felt like she was getting some enjoyment out of the purchase. Yes. But yeah, that's nice. Yes. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Cause uh, the cashmere sweater, um, Besides having way more cashmere sweaters than anybody absolutely could wear in their lifetime, those puppies ain't cheap. Yeah, lattes aren't really cheap either, but man, compared no, to but, a cashmere but sweater, it's like, a lot less than a cashmere <laughs> yeah, exactly, sweater. Exactly, right? That's a good City. substitution yeah. to make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So think about substituting. Using lists, that one's pretty common. That idea of wait a, wait a couple of days and see, as I've said before, that one doesn't really work with me. If it's something I really want, um, I can rationalize my way through it. And go and get it anyway. It's simpler. But, it takes less energy. Just go buy it. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, yeah. you know that's not going to work. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then our third step, question your purchases before you put it in the cart, in the online cart or the cart at the store before you buy it. You, know, you really got to think about it. Fair enough. How often will I use it? Is this a need or a want? What's the urge? What's the real cost here? Oh Credit card debt, clutter, returns that never get returned, guilt. Yeah. Hiding stuff Ooh. from my family members, partners, whomever. Yep. Yeah. Do I have anything like it already? That's good. And, and you know, and, and and this goes back to awareness, but but you're asking the question like, how strong you know do I you know is am, am I driven to buy this thing? We we have to recognize that we do things out of emotion. You know, the 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 rationalization is just there to to justify what we mm -hmm. want. Yeah, I teach yeah. this to people as a marketer. It's a great marketing strategy to help understand the emotions of the buyer, so that you can so that you can connect to them. But it's also a superpower that marketers should not abuse, you know. And they do. And they do. Some some do. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, but it's it's all emotion. And and it's weird because I think of myself as this rational, logical, you know, not quite Spock, but, you know, heavily left brain, whatever, all that stuff. And it's not, it's, it's bull crap. We, yeah, it is. Because if, especially with ADHD and the impulsivity in there. Yeah. It's, you want it. And I... Ah, they say, oh, well, you know, just 
you know, we don't, if we want something, we're going to go buy it. So we got to be aware of it and we got to put guardrails up. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, just and that's recognize. why one of, one of the big tricks for me is avoiding. Right. Because then you don't have the emotion to start with that you have yeah. to then fight, you know? Right. That's, that's so smart if it's, Yeah. Yeah. So if it's something, um, like Instagram ads, that's an easy way to just get sucked into something. Instagram ads, I set so I can only spend 10 minutes on Instagram a day and then it shuts me out. I've got a block blocks on my phone. Same thing with Amazon. Yeah. Because I know that once I may get in there and want to buy the thing I want to buy, but then it's all of a sudden all bets are off and I'm scrolling through and adding bizarre stuff to the cart. Yeah. So I for Amazon, I just built a wish list. And, and, and then rather than put it in the cart, I just put it in the wish list. And then later I go back and look at the list and I'm like, what in the world was I thinking? What in the heck? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So funny sometimes. It's like, well, how did that get on there? Oh, I remember. Oh, wow. That was, you know, so I get to have all of the regret and none of the cost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So those are great tricks to help you avoid so i think we do need to question we do need to be aware but the real thing is devising ways to outsmart the impulsive spending yeah and i like to think of it that way like making it something that you're outsmarting appeals to that you know and you all you also said like make it a game you know those are those are really smart tactics i I need to think about those more and use them more i like this off the top of your head what could you do well, I mean, gamifying the, 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 the big box, that, that I can just immediately copy-paste that strategy. Um, the thing for me, at, it's dumb. Like with holiday spending, what I end up doing a lot of times is I spend too much on the first few things and then I don't have enough of my budget left to buy the rest of them. And then I show up at like family gatherings with like terrible gifts for people. And, and then I feel bad about it, you know? So what I need to do is actually like, reverse engineer the gift giving bit and make sure that I've appropriately spread my budget around. And that's something that takes a little forethought. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing we've done is we're, we often give experiences more than we give gifts. Yeah. For my immediate family. Yeah. And I've done a lot of that too. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something I have to, to at least strategize about and, and make a plan right. for. Right. And then I'm just, I'm so anti-stuff and I'm getting more anti-stuff as I get older. Um, it's, so it's just don't, I don't want stuff. It just don't give me stuff. Yeah. And I'm getting more that way too. I'm, especially yeah. as I pack my house and think about moving. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like, Yeah. Not cool. Yeah, when you want the when you want the wildfire to burn down your house because you got too much crap to get rid of, that might be a message. Might could be a sign. You know, you could have spent a lot <laughs> of mas- m- money and just bought gasoline instead of all that fuel that you're, <laughs> that you're about to burn. <laughs> expensive. Which which fuel is more expensive? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is a sign. That might be yeah. a sign. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so ADHD and impulsive spending is a thing. Be aware of it. Be aware of it, devise ways to outsmart it, and then before you pull out the credit card or push the button or whatever, question your purchases. Really think it through. What's the true cost is the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Three steps to live by. I like these. 
I like okay. these. Yes, that's good stuff. So, episode 75, dear listener, what are you inclined to impulsively purchase? We want to hear about it. You can uh, leave a comment here on the website at kicksomeadhd.com slash 075. That's today's episode, number 75. But you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search kicksomeadhd. We want to hear from you there. And for all of our listeners that are listening this week in the U.S., I mean, it's fair to say happy Thanksgiving, right? It is fair to say happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Maybe spend it's some time being grateful. a great holiday. Yeah, being thankful. Yeah. Yeah. Our Canadians yeah. Are, were ahead of us, like like usual. Yeah. So they've already been they've thankful. Already, yeah. 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 <laughs> but they can be thankful again. It's true. It's true. We're thankful for the Canadians that listen. Right. Yeah. We are. All right, David. Thanks, everybody. Go out, kick some ADHD, and have a great week. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.